Hello, welcome to the Y777 podcast. And as your episodic reminder, uh, if you have any questions, need any help understanding a previous episode, uh, I know I usually talk fast and usually whenever I have a train of thought, it quickly, very quickly leaves the station. So if you need any help understanding uh, the logic behind some of the things I said, I'll try to help you out, um, but anyway, uh, if you have any questions, concerns, or whatever, um, maybe troubling you, you can reach me at the y777podcast at gmail.com. Alright, so, today's topic, something I've talked about quite a lot. Um, over this podcast history, um, and that's fear. And the reason why we're revisiting this topic is, of course, Halloween. It's October. Uh, I myself, yeah, you know, I'll admit, I'm a horror fan. Um, one of my favorite movies is Nightmare on Elm Street. (laughs) And I know that's kind of weird to hear coming from um, the host of a Christian podcast, but it's true. Um, I like the dynamic of it, uh, the ending, one of my favorite scenes, and to this day, that nursery rhyme, but one, two, Freddy's coming for you, that, that still freaks me out, and it's been well over a year since I saw the movie. Um, I want to watch it again, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. In my preparation for Halloween, um, lately I've been reading Stephen King books. I uh, watched two, started watching, I should say, uh, two different shows on Hulu. They're both originals, and they're both for uh, shows because Halloween. Um, on Peacock, I started watching some of the old black and white movies. Um, I think today I watched The Wolfman, which is where the werewolf came from. Um, but, yeah, I mean, again, it's not really that out of the ordinary, but it must be a little strange <laughs> um, to hear such an advocate of fighting fear and stuff like that to admit that He's a horror fan. <laughs> that um, I think my voice cut a little bit, so uh, you know, um, like I said, uh, a lot of previous episodes been about me speaking out against fear, um, how to deal with it, and yeah, I'll admit, still on topic for today uh, because again, it's Halloween. <laughs> um. But these fears aren't necessarily the bump in the night or something like that. Um, They're not the shadows that you think you see on your wall. They're they're the internal fears I want to talk about today. The fears that keep you up at night that you know... Part of you knows that 
it's foolish to have this fear that there isn't a reason really to have this fear but you're still afraid it still claws at you and two of those fears actually um, in my preparation for Halloween I've had to face um, one of them came from one of those Hulu shows and the other from a short story I read online it was a collection I think it was from Reddit I'm not sure um, collection of short stories uh, short horror stories of course like I said in preparation for Halloween um, yeah I mean it's it's hard to face those fears um And the fears that I had to face, uh, which, one, I kind of knew was there. I just didn't realize that I was that worried about it. And the other, um, I didn't really expect. <laughs> and I know it's, I've had so many reminders since. Um, and this was two days ago, actually. And I've already had so many reminders of why I shouldn't be afraid of this. Um, but anyway, the first one came from this Hulu show, uh, Monsterland. Looked interesting. I uh, saw it on the App Store, uh, looking through the streaming services. Um, found this one, watched the first episode, and it was the ending that got to me. Um, if you want to see it, i give a quick spoiler alert. Uh, I'm going to try not to spoil too much. It's just if you don't want to know that ending scene, uh, might want to pause this, watch that, and then come back. Um, but just as a heads up, spoiler alert. Um, so, in the first episode, uh, I should point out that it's in anthology, so none of the episodes are actually connected. It's just they all take place in the same universe. It's really the only connection. And these, the show is mainly psychological horror, which I never really experienced before. It was always, um, it was always stuff where it's like, yeah, that's never gonna happen. Um, and yeah, to a very high degree, the stuff in the show won't happen. But with the psychological horror, it blurs the lines a little bit between the monster and the human. It's like, well, which one is really the villain? Um, and that's where this show goes. Like, that's the main overarching theme. And... Um, The ending scene is where this uh, fear of mine sort of comes from. Um, oh boy. <laughs> it's, it's about being too selfish. I mean, I know I am selfish, and you know what? Yeah, I am trying 
not to be that way. Um, it's just difficult when things that I didn't realize at first were selfish um, actually are. You know, it's hard to get out of that mindset after years and years of doing that. I mean, it's an uphill battle, but um, the fear is becoming so selfish that something that I thought would be unimaginable, unimaginable, an unspeakable act, just so I could have a little bit of joy from it, like committing such an act where... You know, I actually would personally benefit from it, but actually going through with it. Now, I should say, it's probably not going to happen. It's just, that's the whole point of this. It's an internal fear that, yeah, probably not going to happen, but it's how do you deal with those fears that keep you up at night? And for me, this one... Uh, like I said, with that monster land at the end, um, I forget her name, um, but she's a single mother, and she's broke, and her child needs psychological help. So what she does is she sees somebody, uh, another woman, really nice clothes, really nice car, uh, car has a uh, window slightly cracked, so a uh, single mother takes a baby, takes a thousand dollars, goes over to the nice car, opens it, places her baby in the money and uh, her favorite toy uh, inside the car, shuts the door, drives off, and it's that final shot that I just can't get out of my mind. It's the smile, but also holding back the tears, trying not to cry, but at the same time you see the freedom in her eyes. It's haunting. Um, and it's... one of those things where you just gotta fight it I mean it's healthier to admit they have this fear than to just like oh no that'll never be me but even though part of you thinks like could it you know and that's the part that I've been trying to fight um, and the other one which I didn't realize was a fear um, until I read that stupid short story. And it rocked me to my core. But again, I've had so many reminders since then that I know, I just know that that will never happen. That that's not going to be the case. Um... And the short story was, a guy dies, he's in the afterlife, but he doesn't see pearly gates. 
um, he sees a cave. And since there's no way around the cave, no way to go back, he's dead, he has to go into the cave. And instantly he knows where he's at. And the one person listening to this um, probably knows what I'm talking about as well. He's down under, um, to put it lightly. <laughs> but goes in, uh, hears the voice say, do you know where you are? He says, yes, of course. And then he says, do you know who I am? He said, yes, of course. And obviously, you know, down under, you see where I'm going with this, um, but what it was is the twist ending. And the twist ending was um, the voice said that the greatest trick they ever played on humanity was making them believe that there was an alternative, that there was another. Um, and the man cries out, wait, so there's no God? And that's where the twist comes. And again, I know that that's not the case. Um, and part of me knowing that's not the case is why I'm still doing this podcast. Why I'm still talking about how this is only a fear. I mean, yes, it's... I'm not going to lie, it's kind of mind-consuming... Like, just wrapping my head around that whole thought process, but I know it's not the case. You want to know how I know it's not the case? It's because the past two nights, since I read that story, the past two nights, I have prayed for half an hour each time. I know it doesn't seem like a long time, but... I mean, for so long, I felt like I didn't have anything to pray about. Now I do. And it was half an hour on one subject. Half an hour of a one-sided conversation, what it seemed like. Because I was rambling like I am right now. And you know what happened each time? Each time, I felt comfort. I felt peace. Each time I knew that that story was just a story. It was just a concept of an imagination thinking, what is the best way to scare somebody? What is the one universal fear almost everybody has? The afterlife. What if there aren't pearly gates? What if you don't see the stairway? What if you don't see the bright light? Those are the fears that will keep you up at night until you overcome them, until you fight back. 
And you know what? It's kind of funny. Uh, the best way to fight back is to run. God's honest truth. The best way to fight a fear is to run. Run like the prodigal child. Run until you get home and the angels are having a party. Run until you hear your father say, you were dead but now you are alive. That is how you fight a fear that you cannot fight any other way. Last episode was also kind of fear-based. Um, again, October. Uh, it's actually a coincidence. I didn't realize it was October when I was recording it. Um, but again, it was also fear-based, where I had a dream that just, again, shocked me to my core. And how did I overcome that fear? I talked it out. And I ran. I ran to a loving father that will always be there. And honestly, I don't know of any other way to overcome that fear. Because you can't face it yourself. You, you just can't. <laughs> God didn't make us that way. And he didn't make us that way for a very good reason. He didn't make us that way so that we would know that he's there and he's going to fight our battles. That he's there, arms spread wide, waiting for you to run home. We hear that bump in the night, the shadow on your wall, the whisper in the wind. Facing your fear alone, head on, is chasing that wind and never catching it. I feel like this is going to be a longer episode, but it's it's one of those subjects where it's so universal, and yet not much can really be said on it, because there's so many different fears. There's the ones where when you see it, it's like PTSD. Remember why you're afraid of that? Like me, I'm scared of spiders. I mean, right now I don't see a spider, so I'm not really afraid. Uh, but if I see a big black spider, if you didn't hear that, that was a. I just snapped my fingers. 
Um, that's like a audio cue. Not sure if the mic picked it up or not. Um, but yeah, like whenever I see a big black spider, right back to being scared. And then those thought-consuming fears Honestly, again, the best thing to do, hand it over. Hand it over to God. Because the same reason why we have freedom of choice is the same reason why there's still evil in the world. Why there's still fear. So that we would know that God is good. And eventually, the evil will be gone, and so will the fear. It's kind of funny that. One of my favorite verses in the Bible plays perfectly into this. The very last verse in the Bible. Revelation 22:21. May the grace of the Lord Jesus be with God's holy people. Amen. not necessarily one of a big sacrifice or one of God's great power not really even one of celebration it's one of comfort it's a verse of peace it's a reminder